Hi, lovely people. Happy Monday. I've been hearing from some of you how much you love hearing from some of my amazing clients. And I just want to let you know it was so much fun to take the time to sit with each of them and have a chat about the changes that they were able to make through coaching. And what I love in particular is that each of their stories covers a different major theme that I coach on from indecision to time management to fucking up or waiting. So really, um, if you haven't already, which I can see that many of you have, you want to go back and listen to see how they created the change. I have had the best time reading through and building up the dream team of time hackers. So in case you missed your chance, you can still go to vickylouise.com forward slash group and apply and go grab one of the last few spots and join us. Time is literally running out on this one and the next opportunity to work with me will be February. So if you don't want to put your life on hold for four months, you will want to join now. Your dreams are waiting. Okay, so today we are going to talk about the shoulds or the should nots. Two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, I had five clients come to me with all their shoulds and I knew I had to share with you what I coached them on because if they were all going through it, we're all going through it. So I want you to ask yourself this, how often do you think about what you should be doing that you aren't doing or what you shouldn't be doing that you are doing? And not even just in the present, right? The shoulds can apply to the the past, to the past, becoming the should have dones, or to the future. I should be further along. I shouldn't have said that. I should have started earlier. I shouldn't still be thinking about this. I should know better. I should be able to do this by myself. I mean, there are so many. And it attaches itself to all the things. And as I broke it down with each of my clients, the shoulds that they were believing were costing them at least five hours a week. Now, let me tell you why. First up, we have the initial guilt coming from the shoulds or the should nots. It's not a useful or necessary ingredient to getting shit done. Quite the opposite, actually. Guilt is like this heavy weight we carry around that distracts us and slows us down a lot think about it. Honestly, has like guilt ever added to your productivity? Nope. And then comes the self-judgment. Should is a self-judgment creator. I think of it like a slot machine. You put in should, you get out self-judgment, self-criticism, and then these eat away at any confidence we have in the moment for whatever we try to do, which goes on to slow us the fuck down again. And lastly, we have the open negotiations created with the I should or I shouldn't, which is all the questioning, which takes us out of doing and places us firmly into sitting, spinning, doubting. And not just whatever we were or weren't shoulding, but anything really, because negotiations are also contagious. Have you ever noticed how when you quickly check your Instagram, you then go on to check your Facebook and then pop up to make a cup of tea or coffee, (laughs) go to the fridge and then an hour's passed. Welcome to the negotiation spin. And the shoulds can very fluidly lead you there. And not only do the shoulds not produce anything productive in the moment that you spend thinking of them, they create negative overflow into other things, other time, other creativity, even other conversations with loved ones where your brain is distracted. They have a net negative impact. I'm gonna be a little bit of a geek here for a minute. 
When I studied economics, we learned about negative externalities, which basically meant when you produce or consume something, it has a negative impact to like a third party that isn't compensated. That's like the definition. A really simple and very relevant example for me right now is loud construction next to me. I can hear it, it impacts me, and and it impacts when I can record this podcast, but I'm not compensated in any way. So you're shudding, to bring it back, (laughs) your shudding isn't just costing you or slowing you down in that moment with that one task, it's also impacting your relationships, maybe what you eat, how often you scroll online, when you decide to quit something else. With one of my clients, her shudding was stopping her from making business decisions in the moment, which meant she was slowing down her momentum, and that indecision then slowed her down from creating content and videos, which stopped her from giving value to her audience and inspiring them into action, which could impact their relationships, their businesses, their conversations, and then was slowing her down in creating new clients, which was impacting her business and her ability to help them even further. This impact is so much bigger than your brain wants you to believe it is when it's just convincing you that you should be further along and things should be different. So bottom line, net negative with zero upside. Estimated cost of shudding, five hours a week. This is kind of why our brain likes saying it, right? Our brain loves wasting our time so we don't do anything dangerous like go live on Facebook or make an offer to a client As long as we are spinning, negotiating, doubting, we are staying cozy in our cave with our mental drama. So be onto yourself. You know the saying, I love the saying, know your enemy. Not that your brain is your enemy. Let me stop there, because some people do say that to me. Your brain is not your enemy at all. You are 100% on the same team. It just has a very different agenda. It really wants to keep you alive in the wild. And you get to teach your brain that we are okay now. We don't need to conserve energy in our cave or avoid failure anymore. But in order to do that, you will want to call BS on the shoulds. Notice when it's happening. It's a strategy that your brain will likely offer you when it thinks that you are entering a danger zone. Get really curious. Like, what were you doing or just about to do or thinking about doing when the shoulds popped up? Sometimes with my clients, it happens with a breakthrough, right? As soon as they recognize the issue and overcome it, their brain will say, well, we should have figured it out sooner. So sneaky. Such bullshit. So let's keep the steps really simple. Firstly, know that should is an opinion. Secondly, own what it actually creates for you and what it actually costs you. Third, notice when it comes up and get curious as to why it's coming up then. Where is your brain seeing danger? And lastly, don't fall for the stop sign and the distraction. Keep focused on what your brain thinks is dangerous so you can teach your brain that it isn't. And when you drop shudding from your life, here's what you'll get instead. Firstly, a clearer brain to make better, quicker decisions. Secondly, the ability to focus on what you want to get done. And third, more confidence and self-trust as you stop talking shit to yourself. And that's just the beginning because guess what? There are positive externalities too. Like you stop dating dickheads when you stop self-criticizing. You set bigger goals when you learn to handle failure. And those bigger goals stretch you to achieve more than you can even imagine right now. And those even still are just the beginning. (laughs) Trust me, 
And as a reminder, last chance to join Heimtackers. Heimtackers. I know your brain can offer you the shoulds for staying where you are or doing this alone and the shouldn'ts for creating change or investing in yourself and your dreams, but you are the ultimate decider. And if you are more committed to where you want to go than where you are now, then let's get you there in three months together. Go to vickylouise.com forward slash group to apply. And I can't wait for you to join us. Bye, lovelies. Thanks for listening. Are you ready to feel better? You can download a free anxiety workbook, which includes a bonus worksheet to use anytime you feel anxiety creeping in by heading over to vickylouise.com forward slash guide. That is Vicky, V-I-K-K-I, then Louise, L-O-U-I-S-E. So vickylouise.com forward slash guide. The link will also be in the show notes. Just do it.